Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Shannon. We're friends who love exploring, adventuring, and spending time outside with our families. As a former park ranger, I have a lot of experience recreating in the great outdoors. And as a member of Pennsylvania Mountain Rescue, I have both a love and respect for enjoying the wilderness. From hiking to road trips, from family walks to fishing, we will discuss the best ways to get your entire family to enjoy the outdoors together safely. Join us for some tips, ideas, and some fun as we dive into all things outdoors. This is the Outdoor Family Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode one of the Outdoor Family Podcast. Well, at least the first content-based episode. I'm Debbie, here with Shannon. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Debbie. I'm so excited to be back this week talking about probably the number one topic, or at least for our families, hiking. Yes. Today, we want to talk about the benefits of hiking with kids, both the mental and the physical, and how to go about picking a trail. Then two in two weeks, we'll dive into part two, uh, where we will talk about what to bring and how to make it f- more fun for everyone. Even the most well-intentioned nature-loving families know the scenario. Yeah, you wake up, you let your kids know it's hiking day. Sometimes you're met with a hundred excitable questions about the adventure you're about to embark on. And sometimes it's, yes, just our family. Why are you crying? No, this is not the worst day of your life. What do you mean you can't find your shoes? Where do we always keep your shoes? Did you go to the bathroom? We won't get lost. No, it's not going to be that far. Why are you crying again? Did you go to the bathroom yet? Did you remember masks and water? Do we have snacks? By the time you reach the trailhead, you've been asked 50 times if we are there yet and how long of a hike it's going to be. But somewhere along the trail, something always changes. The kids start to smile and engage and ask interesting questions about life and nature. We all feel a sense of calm, pride, and accomplishment. We have both been through all of this. And yes, all of these questions have been muttered more than a few times. So how can we make a better experience when we head out hiking as a family? First, let's let everyone know what we mean when we say hike. Because hiking can immediately make some people think of a Mount Everest-type expedition, but today we're defining hiking as any stroll that is not on a paved road. Often with kids, you're talking about a one-mile stroll through the woods, which is my favorite kind of hike, although my wife would say we're only practicing for the Appalachian. (laughs) Yeah, we're not going to try to get your whole family hiking the Appalachian Trail this summer, but if that's what you aspire to, then you got to start somewhere, right? There's a family on YouTube who hiked the entire Appalachian Trail with their four kids, and the youngest was only two years old. And there's another family I heard about who did the Wonderland Trail with seven kids, ranging from 14 years to 18 months, and that was a 12-day trek. And I recently read an article about a family of six trying to complete the triple crown of hiking. That's when you hike the Pacific Crest Trail, the Appalachian Trail, and the Continental Divide Trail. They recently just passed through Pennsylvania on the Appalachian, and it was really cool to see something so close to home. And it was also a really good reminder what amazing things are right in our backyard. Yeah, I was super excited to see that when you sent that to me, Shannon. It's 
all of these stories are definitely great motivation, but it's certainly not what hiking has to be and not what we're going to focus on today. We'll leave the links to all these stories and um, motivation in our show notes in case you want more information or more inspiration. But there are so many incredible benefits to hiking and being outside. So let's delve into why we should be getting outside and hiking with our families and why we both love doing it so much, even if it's not a through hike on the Appalachian Trail. Right? Yeah. So the first most obvious benefit is physical exercise both for us parents and our kiddos. If you have one, it's also good exercise for your pet. Yeah. So since hiking is considered great cardio workout, it can help with more than just getting fresh air, although that's also a plus. So hiking is proven to help build strength in your core, your muscles, your bones, and improve balance, which could be great for your younger kids. Um, It can help improve your heart health by lowering your risk of heart disease and improving your blood pressure. It can can help control your weight and improve your blood sugars. Um, And if you want to pump up your workout, you can always add a little weight to your back like a toddler. I've definitely experienced (laughs) some intense workouts with a toddler on my back. Now, just a disclaimer. First of all, remember, we're not medical experts. Um, So, you know, don't take what we're saying as, you know, the holy grail. But um, these are just proven studies that, you know, are we're aware of. So also, if you're hiking with especially young children or kids who aren't used to hiking, you may lose some of these physical benefits because you might be moving at the speed of molasses. But your <laughs> kids can get a great physical workout, which can mean a bonus nap or maybe even earlier bedtime. So true. You don't have to be getting Guinness World Records on the trail. But as an adult, if you're only moving at the pace of your kiddos, you probably aren't going to get your heart rate going steady. We'll discuss how to combat this problem a little bit later, but physical fitness isn't the only reason to hit the trails. Yes. Um, Another reason is your mental health. So even though physical benefits are amazing and might be what most people are seeking, I probably actually enjoy hiking most for its mental health benefits. Yeah, and I consider it an accomplishment just getting out of the house with your family nowadays. The thought of physical fitness, traveling, and the effort can often deter people, which is another reason why we wanted to bring you this podcast to make those thoughts a little bit easier. But once you get outside, you immediately notice a change in mood. I mean, for me, sometimes I don't even notice it until I'm back in the car, you know, how different I feel. I sit down and I just take a deep breath like, wow, that is what I needed. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Um, And according to a study from Stanford, spending time in the great outdoors can reduce stress and anxiety and even lower your chances of depression. So I've actually struggled with depression and anxiety for a couple of years now, and I've tried everything. I've done therapy, medicine, exercise, meditation, but the only thing that consistently works for me is being outside and experiencing the sights, the smells, the sounds, and the feeling of nature. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I honestly don't even need to go on a hike for that. Just spending time in our yard with my daughter or going for a walk around the neighborhood even does the job. Now, granted, we live in a particularly beautiful place with lots of woods surrounding us, but that's not to say that it, you live in a city or a suburb, you can't experience the same thing. Um, so I definitely feel the same thing as you said, Shannon. It is, it's 
a chore to get out the door and get going. And I often just, you know, feel like, no, I'm just not going to do it today. I'm just going to sit on the couch and, you know, um, but man, once you get out there, it's like the benefit is just like, it's, I don't know. For me, it's it's just amazing. Yeah, it's never been not worth it for us. Exactly. So what's actually happening, I think, is um, from what I've read is hiking and walking is um, actually helping you release adrenaline. So when you have too much built up adrenaline inside, that's what can lead to anxiety and muscle tension and all those kinds of things. So by doing something like hiking, um, you're helping to release any of that built up adrenaline, which is why you feel so much relief at the end of it. Well, that makes sense. Physical and mental health are so important and they also go hand in hand. But let's talk about a benefit people might not have thought much about. Yeah. So Shannon, hiking can also help nurture your relationship um, with your kids and your spouse. So how often do you go hiking alone? And I'll kind of answer that first since I have a preschooler attached to my side and sometimes my back, literally. Um, <laughs> I would say I almost never do. Um, but even before my daughter, I almost never went hiking alone, which is kind of weird to think about actually now. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, hiking alone is something that I truly enjoy, but hiking with your family or a friend can be so much fun. Mm -hmm. My kids and their friends now call themselves the wolf pack and they That's dominate so the local trails together. <laughs> so, cute. so not only can you enjoy, you know, each other's company, but you can strengthen um, bonds and relationships by solving problems like crossing a rushing creek or identifying a bug or even reading maps together. Yeah, I can totally relate. Not only is it a great free way for your family to spend time together and build your relationships, but my husband and I have actually planned many a vacation while hiking. We just find it kind of clears our minds enough that we're able to hold a conversation much better than in our house or our car with all those other distractions. Um, so of course we have kid-related interruptions, but sometimes even our daughter is preoccupied enough by the surroundings and, and what she's finding that we can talk for a few minutes before being interrupted. Awesome. <laughs> and if you have kids who are a little bit older, you know, you can include them in those conversations. There are so many times like when we're hiking on the trail and we see older kids with their families chatting, you know, probably solving the world's problems. <laughs> <laughs> I know with my own kids, we're able to talk more, you know, now that they're a little bit older on the trail than we used to. Yeah, that's definitely awesome to hear. I can't wait to have more conversations like that with our daughter as she gets a little older. Okay. <clears throat> so one more benefit we want to talk about, um, and it's been especially helpful in recent pandemic times, Shannon. Yeah. The fact that hiking is free. Yeah. That you can also create a great learning experience. We have utilized um, enjoying nature with children weekly now within our hikes. Yeah, that's awesome. So for almost a year now, hiking in non-crowded areas has been a recommended safe activity for people to do during this pandemic. Um, so not only is it a safe activity, but it's almost always free. So do your research and I bet you will be able to find a free trail somewhere close to where you live. So 
Yeah. So let's talk about for those who like don't know where to start on how to find a trail, um, especially free ones, um, or how to find a trail that is not, you know, overrun with people right now, because that is a hard thing to do right now. Um, Shannon, let's start talking about like how, how we go about finding trails. Sure. So before we break for part two, let's talk quickly about how we find a hike when we decide to hit the trail, because that's important now that we're all jazzed up about the benefits of hiking. (laughs) Yeah. So even before you start looking for a trail, I think you first need to understand and agree on your intentions or the like the purpose of your hike. Um, Is it just to get outside and take a casual stroll? Is it to tire the kids or the dog out? Is it to get a good workout? Like we talked about the physical benefits. Um, Or do you just want to get out and see something beautiful? So considering how old your kids are, your fitness level, time restraints, figuring out your purpose, those are all important factors before deciding on your trail and and starting your research. Yeah, totally good point because one single trail might not get you all of those options in one single hike. So um, the other thing you want to think about is travel time. So driving for hours for a short hike with kids might not be ideal. Yeah, exactly. Um, So think about think about all those factors and once you know your objective um it's time to start a little research so shannon where do you usually start when looking for a trail so those people that know me know i am huge on social media and this is another reason (laughs) i use um social media um it's exploding right now and you can use the resources they provide join local groups to gain more information People love to share hidden gems, current conditions, and of course, geographic beauties like waterfalls. People love to post their pictures of themselves doing things. (laughs) I am one of those people. (laughs) So (laughs) you definitely want to follow and get on those social media channels. Actually, this last summer we found um, during the pandemic – we were often like in the same place days away from each other. Like you went to right. one place and then a couple of days later, I'm like, hey, yeah, <laughs> we went there too. Yeah, or we would find out we were we were there on the same day, but at different times. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, follow your friends, um, not even just personal acquaintances, acquaintances though, like you mentioned, Shannon, there are, you know, local groups and things like that. Um, one group specifically I know about is called hike it baby. And that's a national group with lots of like local chapters. Um, so they are groups that gather and help you get out on the trail with your kids. Um, and even if you live in an area without a hike it baby chapter, which is kind of us. I mean, there is one in, you know, a little south of us in the Lehigh Valley, but that is the closest one. Um, And for me, it would be over an hour drive. So if there isn't one in your area, think about starting your own one. Yes. Don't be afraid to start groups or a podcast, right? (laughs) Look, (laughs) if you do not see a resource out there, create one. You know, that's what it's about. Absolutely. Okay. So in our family, as far as, um, finding trails, my husband's usually the one to plan our hikes. Um, but he almost always starts with all trails, which is an app and a website. Um, it has 
comprehensive list of trails all over the country. Um, but since we're usually looking for trails close to our house, I know he finds there's a map view. So that's super helpful. So we can look, um, as we were talking about, maybe you don't want to drive such a huge distance. Um, so map view might be helpful finding something close enough to you. Um, all trails also gives you a somewhat reliable assessment of the trails popularity. Um, and as we discussed, most places are seeing more use than ever with COVID. So just remember that. And Shannon, like you mentioned, check social media. Instagram is a great place to find highlights that you didn't find elsewhere or to get a better idea of what's in store and a good clue about how popular it has been, um, recently based on all the, the recent posts. So check hashtags and, and tags and everything and see how many people have been posting from there. Cause like you said, oh, people love to post their pictures. <laughs> yeah. That's really smart. Now this one might seem silly, but I do this more than anything else. Check the websites. You'll usually find trail descriptions, downloadable maps and other fun facts there. Um, you can blow your kids' minds if you do a little bit of research beforehand and then let them know a little bit of fact about where you are. Um, they'll think that you are a genius, which I mean, you are, but <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but one thing you do have to remember is websites don't always contain the most up-to-date information. Um, they're run by um, small groups or states, um, so they don't have a person dedicated to updating daily. Um, so things such as closings um, might not be posted. So just follow up with a phone call, you know, um, if you're able to. It's usually uh, the best idea. Yeah. How do you do that again? Dial <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, but that's true. Um, websites aren't always the most up to date. So, I mean, honestly, a lot of those places have social media now too, and that probably would be a little more up to date than a website, but, um, definitely getting like your basic background information, I'm sure would be the great place to start would be the website. So, um, even just a simple web search on your local County parks or, or um, state parks, state forests, game lands, national parks, um, environmental education centers are great finds if you can find one nearby. Um, preserves, if you're out west, BLM land, uh, rail trails are getting more popular, Army Corps of Engineers. Um, they have great, you know, campsites and trails and things. So all of those things, they can provide you with a lot of information and a, and a good starting point as well. And if all of this feels overwhelming, then just Googling hikes near me or trails near me <laughs> is a great starting point. Uh, don't let yourself get overwhelmed with picking a place. It's important to us that you just get out there and have fun. We'll be sure to link all these websites and resources we mentioned in the show notes so you can find it all in one convenient place. Shannon, do you think we can still ask Jeeves? Oh, we should try. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me think of that. Um, okay. So um, we're going to kind of wrap it up there. So we will be back in two weeks with part two. Um, and there we're going to let you know what to bring and how to have fun no matter what trail you're on, how to make it a little more fun for everyone. Um, remember, we don't claim to be the experts. We just hope our shared experiences help you make life outdoors with your kids and your family a little easier. 
Please share your great ideas with us or let us know if you tried one of ours. You can send us messages at the Outdoor Family Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to like and subscribe both on Facebook and Spotify. Yeah. And we should be um, on pretty much all the podcast platforms. I'm going to double check on Apple Podcasts. That might be the only one we're waiting on. So if you listen elsewhere, check us out there, like and review. Um, Give us your feedback. Um, If you have constructive criticism, email us. We want to hear from you and we want to make it better, you know. So um, just talk to us. We want to hear from you. So thanks for joining us and we'll see you on our next episode of the Outdoor Family Podcast where we'll bring you part two of hiking with kids. Remember, there's no such thing as bad weather as long as you're prepared. So get up and get outside. Thanks, everyone. See you guys.